When it comes to weight management, we tend to focus on what we eat, but Noom's approach puts the focus on why we eat. That's a game changer. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up today. Welcome to the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com, your daily morning podcast, updating you on everything you need to know to win your fantasy baseball league. Here's your host, Brian and Trickin. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com. I am your host, Brian Intrigan, a.k.a. KC Bubba. Hope you guys can find me on Twitter at BDEntrick, B-D-E-N-T-R-E-K. Sorry for the audio the last few days. We're having some massive internet issues. We're trying different ways to record and make this work. I have technicians coming out on Tuesday for anyone that cares. So hopefully we'll get this fixed soon. But it's been a gigantic pain for me. Hopefully not as big a pain for you, but I apologize for those occurrences. Let's get you going here. We're going to recap Monday's action on the dime and get you ready for Tuesday. We got a lot of fun stuff. Big Tuesday, big Tuesday, 15 games starting at 6.40 p.m. Eastern time. But back to Monday's action, plenty of news and notes. Start with a good one here. Bryce Harper mentioned it yesterday. was going to go meet with doctors to see if he can be cleared for the IL. It is official. He will be back with the Philadelphia Phillies on the diamond in the lineup on Tuesday, DHing for the Phillies. He was taking ground balls on Monday at first base. He's going to be ready to be at first base probably within the next week or two, which is crazy to think about. He's returning to game action 159 games after surgery. ACL or Tommy John surgery, I mean, used to take at least 12 to 15 months for a pitcher. Obviously, the offensive players are a little different. Still should have taken a much longer than 159 games. That is bonkers. Go get him, Bryce. All right, with the weather concerns for the New York Mets over the next few days, on Tuesday especially, they moved up Joey LaCasey to start on Tuesday by moving back Max Scherzer to start Wednesday to make sure he has good weather for his outing, and that delayed Justin Verlander's start to the season until Thursday. So uh, Scherzer to Wednesday, Verlander to Thursday. LaCasey slips in on Tuesday for those keeping track of building their lineups. Buck Showalter also said that Carlos Correa is progressing very nicely, getting back from his arm fatigue or whatever they decided to call it this time around, and he could rejoin the rotation as early as next week, which is crazy to me because I haven't even heard anything about a rehab assignment. Uh, maybe they're just like going to bring him back and hope he can bullpen his way in there. I'm still not overly optimistic until I see velocity change from Carlos Carrasco. It's a big bummer because I was all in on Carlos Carrasco earlier this season. So hopefully he can get it going. We shall see with Mr. Cookie Carrasco. The Mariners, we have another prospect call up. This is just a, just insane. Absolutely insane. And we still haven't even seen Brendan fought yet. Like That's the craziest part. He should have been up a long time ago. Thank you. I'm looking at you, Arizona. Looking at you, D-backs. But, uh, but the Mariners are calling up pitching prospect Bryce Miller, fourth-round pick in the 2021 draft. He's going to make his debut on Tuesday versus the Oakland Athletics. More importantly, versus Mason Miller. It's a Miller-Miller fight. Two young studs on the bump. Mason Miller, his third start of the season. Bryce Miller's debut should be awesome. Bryce Miller did struggle this year in AA. 6-4-1 ERA over four starts with 18 Ks and 19 and two-thirds innings. But last year, he dominated low A, high A, double A, just absolutely filthy. Strikeouts were through the roof, solid ratios. Kid's got an electric arm. Hopefully, he can figure it out after the slow start in double A. Um, we'll be talking about him in the DraftKings section later on here because he's free. 
let's talk about uh, the Guardians. The Guardians made a trade. They traded Connor Pilkington to the D-backs. I believe it was for cash considerations or a minor, minor prospect. Nothing major. It wasn't even a headline in the, in the, uh, the, the, the merit of any of it. But the only reason why I mentioned this, it should just be a depth piece. Maybe you go to AAA, maybe be in the bullpen. It is the D-backs, though, and if they find a way to make this prevent Brendan Fott from coming up sooner, it's going to be ridiculous. There is rumors, like depends on what rumors you want to look at on Twitter, that Brendan Fott could be up Wednesday or Thursday of this week, which would make tons of sense because there's an opening coming up this week. On the flip side, it'd be Wednesday because they don't play Thursday. So it'd be Wednesday uh, against Texas. On the flip side, he should be up within the next seven days or so. Like there's really nothing stopping him anymore except the D-backs being D-backs. So if you can stash Brendan Fought, if you can get Brendan Fought, make sure you do if you haven't already because most people probably already have. But if you can do it, make it happen. Dude's awesome. If you at least saw the Tanner Bybee hype and the uh, Logan Allen hype. Yeah, yeah, Brendan Fought's just right there. So enjoy. Chicago Cubs news here. Kyle Hendricks will pitch another rehab start for Iowa on Tuesday. If all goes well, we could see him back in the next five or six days with the Chicago Cubs. Jamison Tyon is going to throw a high-intensity bullpen session on Tuesday. If that goes well, he should be slotting back into his rotation spot as well. So the Cubs could be getting Hendricks and Tyon back in the next, let's say, week of action, which would be big for the Cubbies. Some bad news for the Gigantes here. Brian uh, Brandon Crawford was placed on the IL with a calf strain. Uh, he suffered that on Saturday in Mexico City. And then Mike Yastrzemski talked about it on yesterday's show, pulled up lame on the last play of the game, talked about his hamstring, kind of he was joking about how severe he thought it was. Bright side is he did go to the IL for the um, hamstring, but it was only a grade one hamstring. This could be just a 10-day stint, maybe two-week stint on the IL. Won't be a ton of missed time there. To make up for these two, Brett Wisely was recalled um, from AAA. He was up with the Giants. Literally got sent back down on Sunday. He's back up. He was playing in the outfield on Monday. He's he's this kind of super utility guy throughout spring training. He could be interesting. Then Cal Stevenson was recalled as well. Uh, prospect outfielder. Nothing too crazy. Wisely's got a good hit tool, but it needs to be consistent playing time. I'm not running to get either player in fantasy, but they could have streamability depending on how long Crawford and Yaz are out. This was nasty. First off, the Braves and the Mets play a doubleheader on Monday. Ronald Acuna hit one a country mile in game one. Triple decked left center field. Triple decked. Third deck. Whatever you want to say it. He crushed it. It said 448 feet. There's maybe 548 feet. Uh, like a 114 exit velo. It was just nasty. It was crushed. Well, in his first at bat of game two, and he, he showboated around the bags. I don't care. Let the kids have fun. You know, if I hit one that far, I'm going to do whatever I want. I'm going to look like Kenny Powers running around that base. It, it's, I don't care. Well, the Mets said it was an accident. They also had two hitters hit in game one. So uh, Acuna took one on the shoulder and left the game. And if you watch the video, it's loud. It hurt. It, sound, it hurt me listening to it. Uh, x-rays were negative he is diagnosed with a shoulder contusion basically a bruise he's day-to-day so we've dodged the bullet for now we'll see they might do more imaging and stuff but uh, it was nasty goes from big home run to out of the game because they got thrown at we'll see how it goes from there some bad news for the houston astros this is a rough one with the defending world series champions first off you know jose herkiti left sunday's game with a uh, right shoulder discomfort well, he got placed on the IL with right shoulder discomfort. Brandon Bielak was recalled, and he was used in Monday's uh, game in long relief in the first inning after eight pitches from Luis Garcia as he left the game with right elbow discomfort. Not great, Bob. Not great. So they already lost Rikidi. Luis Garcia pitched back-to-back awesome starts. Looks like he was finding his groove. Now he gone. He gone. So 
Uh, we'll keep an eye on this. Maybe Forrest Whitley time because that would be another fun pickup. Another now this would be like the um, Jaron Durans, the Josh Lowe's, the Nick Senzels. We have all these. We have all these prospect pitchers being called up, and then we have all these hitters that you know, uh, Jared Kelnick, that failed his prospects, and now they're getting it going. Well, Whitley could be the first pitcher that failed as a pitcher, and now could be getting it going. So he pitched really well in spring, pitching pretty well in the minors right now. I'd imagine it's his turn to get a shot here. Could be a fun one as well. Aaron Judge, we talked about on Sunday's show, he could go on the IL. Well, he was placed on the IL with his uh, with his hip injury. He's retroactive to April 28th, so he's could be back in like six days or so, uh, and they recalled Franchi Cordero. Another Yankees news, Harrison Bader could be activated for the upcoming series with the Rays. That's a little like a, it's supposed to be sometime next week. It could be slightly ahead of schedule now, so that's good to hear for the Yankees who need all the help they can get offensively. And then last but not least, the Brewers option, Blake Perkins to AAA. No move with it, which was kind of strange, but I think they wanted to test out Tyrone Taylor again before their series opens up on Tuesday when he's eligible to come out the IL. I'd imagine if all goes well, Tyrone Taylor is activated for Tuesday's game for the Brew Crew. If not, they might make a corresponding move, maybe get a bullpen arm or something for the day. But Tyrone Taylor should be back very, very shortly, and that makes sense why Blake Perkins was sent on down. Let's talk about some of the hitting highlights from Monday here. Bo Bichette, have yourself a Monday, my friend. 5-4-5. Five, five. <laughs> Pretty good. Home run. Run scored three ribbies in a stolen base. Oh, my goodness. You know, 5-5 five five was good. That's his first stolen base of the year. People can breathe. It's a beautiful thing to see Bo Bichette do his thing. He's now hitting 344. There were seven ding-dongs, 19 runs scored, 21 RBIs in that Oh, so nice. Stolen base that he picked up on Monday night. Dude's a beast. Dude's proving why he's a first-round talent. If he can start adding the stolen bases that people drafted for, watch out, folks. Watch out. Nick Senzel, I mentioned those prospects that failed that are getting it going now. I know it's a small, small sample. It's very, very small. But he, another home run, three for four with a solo shot on uh, Monday night. He's now hitting 310 since he returned. Three home runs, 14 runs scored, 12 RBIs, and two stolen bases. He's playing third base and the outfield. For the Cincinnati Reds, he's hit three home runs in his last five games. Uh, he's starting to heat up. We like people are like, oh, he's playing the A's. Well, he did this against Blake Snell and the Padres on Monday. So Nick Senzel, I picked him up on the waiver. I talked about it on yesterday's show. This is the dude I'd ride with for now. The, the talent was never the question. It's always been health. He's like the National League Byron Buxton. Buxton's a better talent. Don't get me wrong, but Senzel had elite pedigree as well. So let's see where he can go with this. Love seeing it stay healthy. Hey, another news of prospects that feel that are getting it going. Jaron Duran, two for four with a solo shot. He's been back for 14 games now since um, Adam Duvall went down with a basically almost a season in the injury, at least three to four months. Uh, maybe two months. Depends on how well he recovers. Two to four. It's like two to four months. Um, Duran, two for four with a solo shot on Monday. He's hitting 404 with two home runs, nine doubles, nine runs scored, 11 RBIs, and two stolen bases in those 14 games. He's playing great. He's playing every day. Go pick him up while you can. You won't regret it. If you want to know more about all the hitting action, there's tons of it. Lots of home runs on Monday. Make sure you check out the Daily Batters box at PitcherList.com. Your starting pitching highlights from Monday. Domingo Herman, eight and a third innings pitched, one earned two hits, one walk, six K, no record of sticky stuff. So that's good. 13 whiffs, 38% CSW on 88 pitches. He was yanked with two outs to go from a perfecto. And Clay Holmes blew the save, but we'll talk about that later. Domingo Herman's a yin and a yang. He's a Jekyll and a Hyde. It, it, it's rough. 
four four six ERA, three six four xFIP. You know, it's it's good. He gives up too many home runs. He's going to have seven home runs in thirty four innings this year. He's locked tens. He still has the walk issues, but he's also got thirty nine strikeouts. He's been really really good on certain starts. Really really bad on others. He's he's going to be a pain. He's a pain. So uh, enjoy it while you can. Blake Snell, six innings pitch, three earned, eight hits, no walks, seven Ks. Uh, it's a, it's it's an interesting little go here for Blake Snell. He had 17 lifts, 36% CSW on 101 pitches. The good. Four straight start with six-plus innings pitch and six-plus Ks. That's outstanding. We're getting Blake Snell to go deeper into games. The bad spot out of those four starts, he's only had two quality starts because his last two starts, he got five runs and four runs in those six innings. So we need to get more consistency of limiting the damage from Blake Snell. Make sure you tune into the Plus Pitch Podcast with Nick Pollock and read his daily SP roundup to get caught up on all things starting pitching. Relief pitching highlights from the day. I mentioned it earlier. Clay Holmes blew his second save of the season, came in in a 2-0 game, inherited one runner, blew the save, allowing Emmanuel Classe to come in in the bottom of the ninth and pick up his 10th save of the season. Classe has not been as dominant as seasons past. His velocity has been down. Uh, strikeouts have not been great for Classe, but he's getting the job done. He's pitching to 10 saves. Other notes here, A.J. Minter collected his sixth save but was extremely shaky in doing so. Only had one run, but it was a hard-fought one run. He now has an 8.58 ERA on the season. He's got the saves for the Braves while Iglesias was out, but good for the Braves. Iglesias should be back any day. For more about relievers, make sure you read the Daily Reliever Ranks article on PitcherList.com for more information. All right, before we give a quick look at Tuesday's action, let's take a quick break and hear from our sponsors. Fads come and go, and nowhere more than in the world of weight loss. That's why Noom has created weight management programs that are made to last. Noom uses science and personalization so you can manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. And they help you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have those cravings. Noom's personalized courses are easy to follow, and will help grow your confidence with tools you can put into practice on day one. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. And based on a sample of 4,272 Noomers, 98% say Noom helps change their habits and behaviors for good. So stop chasing health trends and join the millions who have lost weight with Noom. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com to sign up for your trial today. All right. Welcome back to the First Pitch Podcast brought to you by PitcherList.com. I am your host, Brian Intrican, a.k.a. Casey Bubby. You can find me on the Twitter at B D Intrick, B-D-E-N-T-R-E-K. Let's get a look at Tuesday's weather with the one, the only, Mark Paquette. Thanks, Brian. Well, if you live in the Northeast, the Great Lakes, or the Mid-Atlantic, you don't need me to tell you that the weather's been miserable the last couple days. And today's weather isn't much difference. The good news is that the handful of games that are in this area, that's going to be Detroit, the Nationals, the Yankees, and the Red Sox, there's not like a steady soaking rain so i don't think there's going to be any postponements if there's going to be a postponement the most riskier game would be in detroit but like i said i think they play there it's just miserable the other locations it's going to be damp cloudy cool basically a copy and paste of what's been the last four or five days good news is there's better weather on the horizon 
back to you. And as always, thanks, Mark. We appreciate the update on the weather. It's been a wet one, especially in the Northeast, and it might be a little bit like that again on Tuesday. So keep an eye on that as you prepare your daily lineups. Some DFS targets on your day. You'll need to watch the weather for this, too. It's a 12-game main slate. I mentioned the slate starts at 640, but three games are early, not on the main slate. Main slate starts at 7.05 p.m. Eastern time. You got some fun bats to target here. You got the Cubs versus Trevor Williams. That is always a fun thing to do. Ian Happen deep on Monday. He'll be in play. Say a Suzuki. Um, Jan Gomes left the game early, so keep an eye on what they do in the catcher's position there. Uh, there's a lot of options. Danzy Swanson when DP's heating up. There's the Nico Horner. Cubs stack is looking good. Milwaukee Brewers and, Car- and Coors Field versus Ryan Feltner. That is always a great option because Ryan Feltner is hashtag not good. And then the St. Louis Cardinals versus Patrick Sandoval. There's more options than this. It's a, it's a loaded slate. But I want to mention the Cardinals versus Patrick Sandoval because the, the Irish Panda is a fun one. It's a pitcherless favorite, of course. But the Cardinals are a phenomenal bet. One of the best teams in all of baseball versus left-handed pitching. Something's got to give. like seeing some Cardinals action in that one. When we look at the mound, a lot of great pitch. That's why it's a fun slate. Some really good offenses to attack. Some really great pitching to attack. Joe Ryan going into the Chicago White Sox, that just disaster of a team in Chicago. Joe Ryan's been great. He's 5-0 on the season with a sub-3 ERA. Strikeouts have been there. Looking forward to seeing him go to 6-0 versus Chicago White Sox. Zach Gallen brings his shutout streak, shutout inning streak into Tejas to face the Texas Rangers. Looking forward to that as well. He's an option on the mound. Tanner Bybee against the New York Yankees. That depleted strikeout-prone Yankees team. That's a cheapie. He's about 6,500 on DK. And then I mentioned Bobby Miller making his debut against the A's. Bobby Miller's 4K. I'd imagine he's going 60 to 70 pitches, maybe a little deeper into the game. He should be rather stretched out, but you know he's been struggling, so not going deep, deep into games. But he's only 4K versus the A's. That's a nice spot to look at as well. Things I'm looking forward to on this Tuesday, May 2nd, Tanner Bybee versus the Yankees. I, I, hey, I am a Bybee fan now with all the fab shares I picked up on Sunday. So let's go. No Aaron Judge, tons of strikeouts. This Yankees offense is abysmal. Hopefully Bybee can take advantage of that. And I, was like, I love seeing these young kids pitch. They're electric factories. Uh, you say Kikuchi. I want to see if he can keep it going. He's only got six walks on the season. That's been his big bugaboo in the last few years. So he's limiting the walks. Strikeouts have not been there every game, but they've been efficient. Uh, and he's just being really, really good on the mound. Jose Barrios was not bad on Monday. He's kind of keeping his train going. Let's see if Kikuchi can do it as well. And then the Battle of the Millers. Bobby Miller making his debut versus Mason Miller. Just awesome stuff here. Youth baseball at its finest. Uh, and Mariners A's should be a fun one there. All right, folks, that'll do it for another episode of the First Pitch Podcast brought to you by PitcherList.com. Make sure you go to PitcherList.com, become a member over there, PL Plus, PL Pro, all the great stuff you can check out there. The Discord is amazing, always hopping with great ideas. You have uh, the pitch bot, you have projections, you have access to the draft guide for next season once it comes out if you sign up for the year right now. There's all kinds of amazing stuff over there at PitcherList.com, PL Pro, PL Plus, so go check that out. But for now, this was your first pitch podcast, Tuesday, May 2nd. I'll be back there tomorrow, but for now, you guys have a good day. This has been the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, rate us on iTunes, follow us on Twitter at PitcherList, and help support what we do by joining our Discord with PitcherList Plus at PitcherList.com slash plus.